The boy is mine. Did you guys catch that Monica versus Brandy celebration of 90s black girl magic last night? One of, Monday night? <laughs> one of the most epic things of 2020. That was the pickup that we really freaking need. Like, Aaron and I were completely like jamming every song. And it was like three hours, but it didn't seem like three hours. It's like, you know, when you go to a concert and you're like, that's it. But no, like I could have went no. all night. It was so freaking good. Even freaking the Bravo Watch What Happens Live Twitter got in on the action. <laughs> <laughs> that definitely killed me because they um, they posted pictures of Brandy and Monica. They were on Watch What Happens Live in 2012. But what really killed me was the fact that they posted pictures of them and they said, we can't wait to see you back on Watch What Happens Live I would soon. like to see it. And I don't know if they're just putting that out there in the atmosphere and hoping that it works like I do or they have one coming up because that would be so freaking interesting, especially after last night, because this is the thing. Like, Brandy is definitely trying to go on a joint tour. Uh, you know, when, when the <laughs> I don't think she could make that more clear. Yeah, yeah, and I respect her for it. I mean, she mentioned it multiple, multiple times. And I'm wondering just in general if they're going to keep this momentum up because you know, Watch What Happens Live comes back next week. So wouldn't it be something if literally the first Watch what happens live after it's is Brandy and Monica. Is Brandy and Monica. Like I feel like that would definitely break Watch What Happens Live viewing records. Like what a great comeback. But anyways, you know, I'm gonna watch it anyway. So it doesn't matter if they have um someone from Real Housewives of like a city that doesn't exist, because I love Watch What Happens Live. But you know, uh in conclusion, I would like to see it. So hopefully they do. Um, you know, but if not, that's fine as well. Yeah, I mean, eventually. And I'm sure if they go, if, if they work on a joint album or a joint tour, they are definitely going to stop at Watch What Happens Live. Like, you got to stop at the Clubhouse, child. Like, I would definitely like to see them get completely shit-based also. And then you know that Andy is going to ask all the right questions honey oh. <laughs> Andy loves to stir up shade and I'm sure that he's straight up gonna ask Monica if she punched Brandy in the face <laughs> so <laughs> listen I don't want to start anything. any more shit we're on I'm a good not page. starting anything I'm just saying that Andy is gonna ask so if you have a problem with that you gotta take it up with Andy because Andy please don't start, start anything Andy, else please we ask need the this question. joint we need it was, this it's tour, just a okay? question. <laughs> Anyways, guys, yeah, we definitely needed that pickup because, as you know, last week was just such a heavy and terrible, shitty fucking week. Excuse, excuse my language. Like, it was just the worst, the worst week of, you know, 2020 for me personally because it's like it's everything is already so heavy with the whole. I mean, the, the list goes on. Ahmaud Aubrey, George Floyd, Breonna Taylor not getting justice, Jacob Blake shooting, and then the Kenosha killer being, like, praised as a hero. And then to end a shitty week, you know, they had the 
the March on Washington, which was beautiful. I'm going to get to that in a little bit because, you know, it's Bravo related actually, but they had the March on Washington. And then we find out that Black Panther died and that it just, I literally like dropped my phone because it's just, this is the worst possible time that that could have happened. And it's like, we didn't even know that he was sick. Like so many people, Notice that he lost weight, but he was just such a great actor and such a great entity that we may have assumed that it was, you know, for a role. Or even if he was sick, right. we didn't think that he was that sick. And to just find out that, you know, he had it for four years and he gave us everything, not just Black Panther, but 42, Thurgood Marshall. He was a singer. He was everything. Thanks. James Brown. It's just like, this is the worst time for that to happen, but he knows that he was loved and I'm sure he's looking down and seeing all the love that people are giving him and, you know, just RIP to Chadwick Bosman. Thank you so much for using every single amount of talent that God gave you. And we appreciate you. you. We appreciate you. And thank you so much, but you know, moving on because that's so freaking Wait, Do you want to say something? No, I just wanted to say, like, I just feel really bad for his family because, like, with all that's going on, like you said, this is the worst possible time for anything like this. So prayers to them. Yeah, definitely prayers to the family, prayers to his wife. But thank God they got married, you know, before he passed on. And they were such a beautiful, lovely Black couple. And, yeah. But it's just so sad, you know. (laughs) R.I.P. and we have to move on and keep going for Chadwick because his entire life and career was dedicated to the betterment of the Black community. And he did what he had to do. So the March on Washington, it was last week. And some of our Bravo ladies showed up. Mainly who we want to talk about is the Married to Medicine crew, honey. Did you see that? They had a group picture. I did. And they posted the group picture. Lisa Nicole. Kim, I was just about to say. First of all, thank you, ladies, for leading by example, number one. Not just talking about it, just like portion yes. notes, being about it. You know, a lot of the bravo celebrities especially the black bravo celebrities are doing everything they can in their power using their platform so they showed up there all of them were masked up very important and we saw listen i'm just going to name the people in the picture it's first of all it's carrie (laughs) og carrie i freaking love her dr heavenly toya dr simone dr jackie Lisa, the Nicole, and who's that on the end? On the end, is that Contessa? I believe that's Contessa. Contessa. <laughs> no, stop! Don't start this again. <laughs> Don't let Doctor Heavenly. I love Contessa. <laughs> I'm not going to start that again. I love Doctor Contessa. I'm sorry. I just yes, to but it's just once you put that in my mind. I cannot get it out of it. And, and Heavenly said it was such strength in her chest. Oh, Tessa. Oh, Tessa. And she's like, oh, I didn't even know that you would be offended by that. And she's like, my name is Contessa. 
why are you saying my name like that? She is just so shady. And it's like, why? But anyways, yeah, so freaking Lisa Nicole and Carrie are back. I do not see Quad. I do not see Mariah. <laughs> so what do we think? First, about Lisa Nicole and Carrie coming back. And second, we're are absolutely Quad and Mariah Hook. I know you you know I'm ready to address that second part, but as for the first part, I want you to you address know, both. I don't mind Carrie and Lisa Nicole being back. I actually like Lisa Nicole when she was on. You know, I felt like she brought a good storyline to the show. Um she interacted with the girls very well. It was a lot of drama and I think everybody liked that. Um as far as Carrie, you know, I thought she was a um, <laughs> I thought she was good the <laughs> the first two seasons, you know. Yeah, I, I don't I don't mind seeing her, you know, especially Carrie. Like I liked her, and I liked her friendship with Toya, and I just like the banter between them. So I don't mind them being back. Um, I don't know. I don't really care for Lisa Nicole or Dan- uh, what's her husband name, Doctor Damien, but you know. I'll just roll with the punches. <laughs> but what I do want to know is where's Quad and where's Mariah? Like, Miss Quad. Okay. Yeah, Ms. that's Quad. the part that I want to talk about. Um, she got it. Go ahead. So, I don't know what's going on or what they're trying. <laughs> I don't know what they're trying to do right now, but I can tell you right now. Yes. I'm excited about the two girls returning to the show, but do not forget about Quad and Mariah, the OGs of the show, mm-hmm. the ones who just like they brought it. I mean, the first the first seasons of Married to Medicine were, in my opinion, I, I do like the newer seasons, but they were the best. Classic, one. it's classic, and um, yes, what I'm hearing is that they're filming and that they actually met with Al Sharpton, uh, according to Peach Report Daily. I want to definitely cite my sources, but I'm not, you know, it's not official, so I'm not sure. But um, I haven't seen Claude really in anything. And, you know, um, Mariah has spoken out about unfair treatment, and she even said that she might be looking into, like, suing them because she started this um, franchise, the Married to Medicine franchise, which has become... Such a you know a big huge thing, so it definitely doesn't make sense that she wouldn't be asked back. But I'm also hearing like this is just rumors, but I'm also hearing well not that she might sue because she directly answered that. But I'm also hearing that um, what do you call it? Oh, I'm also hearing that people don't want to film with Mariah, and. I can believe that because there have been seasons where Mariah has like not even been in the season until later on, you know, Um, and you know, some of the ladies are not really into Mariah, like (laughs) wanting to hang around her, but I really love Mariah. Like I love her. I love her. I love her husband, Dr. Aiden. I love her little family. I love her personality, like everything about, Mariah and you know I do love Miss Squad too and it's like the dynamic duo even though they aren't on the best of terms obviously but I would like to see like if they could not only bring Mariah and Quad back but if we could have season one 
quality Mariah bags. I would like I would die. I would pay yes. more money for my overpriced cable subscription well, to do that. I don't necessarily know, you know, if if <laughs> if that would happen, but I would definitely like to see it. I mean, even throughout I don't know if it was the last season or I think the season before that they had a scene where Quad and Mariah weren't on the best of terms, but Mariah actually went into the house, you know, comfort Quad and see what was going on. So they still kind of have that, like, you know, I wouldn't even say little, little sister, big sister uh, relationship because they're like pretty much on the same level. They're like twins in a sense when they're on good terms, but you know, I just miss that bad, so much. Yeah, it's bad, <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing about when people are close. Like when they're good, they're great, but when it gets bad, it gets bad because it gets personal. Huh, so. Come get your purse. <laughs> but like it's it gets personal. It's Say like it, if, thank you, God damn it. If if you and I were feuding. Like that shit would definitely make for some good TV because it would be personal. It would be terrible. Like <laughs> because we're just so close. Like I feel like we're Mariah and Quad. Not and that we're feuding, guys. We're on TV. Like you know, we already yeah. don't know how to act. Like <laughs> especially with cameras following us. Oh lord! I don't don't even follow talk about me. Don't <laughs> talk about it. I would do so many interviews about you and make up shit. And it's going to piss you off even more because you'll know that I'm making up shit to get you mad. It was a scheme that <laughs> Kaya <laughs> said to come with you to the bullshit. And you got to get that up and walk true. away like Aunt Bertha. That's definitely how I felt, you know, like defending Denise Richards. But, you know, we'll t- we'll talk about that later. So, like, speaking of OGs, like, Claude and Mariah, Needy is MIA. Her Instagram is gone. And everyone is, like, losing their complete minds because it's, like, we don't know. Where's Needy? Like, where in the world is Needy Leaks? What do you think's going on? I mean... As of right now, I feel like, you know, they're getting down to business as far as who they're going to invite back for, you know, the upcoming season. So maybe she feels like she's not really welcome back or I don't, I really don't know what the case may be. But I know in the in the media, they've been giving her a lot of crap, you know, because of some of the things that she says. I I just don't even know what Nene. Yeah. Well, the thing is, they're um, they're trying to say basically that Nini was let go. She's fired, and she's not coming back. It personally, me, I don't believe it. I think it's absolutely too early to say. I think they're just now starting to shape the season. You know, even last year there were rumors that Nini wasn't coming back. She didn't start until episode three, and I feel like especially in quarantine, filming is not as quick and efficient as it is because you have to go through testing you have to do gatherings you have to do all this crap so i don't believe that nini has been fired i do not believe that she's on good terms with bravo but i don't yeah i don't think she's on good terms with bravo but i don't think that she's made 
a final um, decision, like at all. And I think it's too early to say what's going on with Nini. And I think that we shouldn't really make freaking um, assumptions based on, yeah. well, it was one Tamara judge was like, oh, what's going on with all the OGs? And she named Nini and she put question marks. And I don't think, I'm sorry, but who the hell in this world is Tamara judge? Like, I know who she is, but it's like she's not NBC Universal mm, head that's hiring yeah. and firing people. So it's like um, I feel like to quote Yolanda Hadid, who the hell in this world is Tamara Judge? And it's like she does not have the final say. And I feel like Nini is MIA because she is, you know, taking some time to think about if she wants to come back, what capacity does she want to come back? What does she want to, you know, does she, does she have more demands? Does she want mm-hmm. to, you know, come back with different conditions? Does she want to have her own spinoff? It's like, there's so many different possibilities that it's too early to even get into the thing of Nini is ousted. I, I still believe that. I didn't even think about Nini having a spinoff because then Nini can invite who she wants to invite. And I know that's going to be really fun. Um, I would like exactly. to see that. And but, the other thing know, is, go ahead. I also just hope she comes back to the show because I feel like at the end of the day, Nini is a fan favorite and she's, Nini's just a good time. She's funny. She's entertaining. Yeah. I, would like I also Nini think back. that she needs a redemption season. I feel like, you know, last season, especially the way it ended with the whole Portia, not Portia, the whole Kenya thing where she, quote unquote, tried to spit on Kenya. That whole thing just wasn't a good look for her. She left the reunion early. You know, it was just very, She, just, I mean, I guess she felt ganged up on and th- things like that. But I feel like she needs to come back. She needs to take some of her Sagittarius optimistic energy and maybe she needs to just hang out with the people that she really fucks with. Like maybe not film with Kenya so much, maybe be able to talk to Kenya, but you know, just keep it at surface level, like focus on more, more positive things. I think that she needs a more positive season and get back to the lighthearted Nini that we know and love. And especially surrounding her around people who, you know, are, uh, who support her and who stand with her and who are on good terms with her as of right now. I do like Nini with, with her clique. Like, you know, Marlo, um, you know, the girls that make her feel most comfortable. Portia. Yeah. yeah, and then she's cool with Cynthia. And actually, another thing that makes me think that uh, she might not be completely fired or ousted or quit is that Cynthia literally just did an interview last week and she just said, Oh, I don't know. I heard she was doing, you know, some things with her contract or negotiating her contract and it's none of my business. So I feel like if she was like completely out, she wouldn't have even commented on Nini. So I just feel like, like, let's just not count Nini out just yet. Yeah. Yeah, and then so. it's also like I said earlier, it's too early, early in the season, and Portia hasn't even like filmed her scenes yet because Portia, Luther King, Rosa Parks the third, and uh, she literally got arrested again, as we said in our last podcast for protesting for you know the arrest 
of the officers who murdered Brianna Taylor. That just means that every time that she protests and every time that she goes to jail, she has to quarantine again before she's filming with the ladies and all the stuff that she's doing. You know, um, she hasn't even had time to film with the ladies. So I don't think that the season is really even getting shaped yet to make these um, assumptions. You know what I mean? I feel like right. it's just too early. It's too early for everything. The only thing that I feel like is confirmed is that Latoya is there and Drew is there because Cynthia confirmed it. And obviously they've been posting online and that that's early and that's it. But everything else, it's just way too early to even like try to speculate because things are just so different with this whole coronavirus pandemic. Was there ever a time that you thought you would see Drew Sedora on Housewives of Atlanta? I, 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 I'll be honest. I'm having a hard time remembering who Drew Sedora is. I understand that she was on the game. I she was. I was just was about to say, well, did you, did you watch so the Raven. game? I watched oh, some of it. Oh, um, yeah. I know how you would know her. She's T-Boss from the TLC movie with Kiki Palmer. Yeah, she was on that. Yes. Um, yeah, that was just not memorable for me. Not no offense. <laughs> I, the girl is clearly talented. She was She's on the like, game. She was on the TLC movie. She was on that so Raven, which was iconic. And I still don't remember her from basically any of those. But I feel you know, like her I, and Megan Good are f- first cousins. I don't know why. I know that's really random, but I just feel like they give me the same energy. That's good because Megan Good has good energy, like her last name. That's so that ooh, that's that would be spicy. Like I would love to see Megan Good on Real Housewives of Atlanta, yes. but she is saved and sanctified, so I don't think but, she would be willing to like do it for the cameras. You know, when we got Drew Sedora, which is pretty much like, you know, it's the same ballpark. Is it because I I know Megan Good? We're gonna move on. All right, so we're moving on to, <laughs> with that being said, it was no shade, but I just don't know her, um, Mariah. Um, the American Black Film Festival recently took place virtually, and what I like, what I saw and took note of was that the girls from, the Black women from Bravo TV they had a, a panel. Let me pull that up right now to tell you guys who was a part of the panel because, you know, it was presented by NBC Universal who has, you know, said that they are committed to keeping this conversation going. So it's like, not only did they have the, the freaking Instagram lives, not only did they have the Watch What Happens live, but then they had the Race in America special. And then now they put this special thing together for the American Black Film Festival. It was called Amplify Our Voices, just like um, that last conversation that they had that aired, sharing Black stories. It was moderated by uh, a woman named Alicia Quarles. It took place on Sunday, August 30th, and Garcelle from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills was there. Candy Barris from Real Housewives of Atlanta was there. Dr. Simone Whitmore from Married to Medicine was there. And uh, Giselle Bryant from Real Housewives of Potomac was there. And that was literally amazing. I just wanted to shout that out. And I like to see that they are still putting in the work. NBC Universal, you know, on top of the $100 million like plan that they have over 10 years. That, um, you know, they, they actually really 
mean it because we are watching them and we're watching them very closely. And so far, we like what we see. I love it. So keep up the good work, Bravo. Amazing exactly. job. And now well, let's get into some more fun things, honey. We got we have so many things to talk about. You know, our last podcast was mainly focused on Can't Get Away and Family Karma. And now we're going to mention them all. Splitting my legs right now, but not as far <laughs> as like, not as far as Bethany. <laughs> like I'm younger than her, but she's definitely more flexible with me. So we got to oh talk my about God. Real Housewives But be- before we talk what? about that, I also think this would be really fun, guys. Kaya just got a trampoline, and I want to I want to let everybody Why? know about this. Why would you let people know that? Because the thing is, I'm probably not going to use it. It was an impulse buy at 3 a.m. on a Sunday night. The shit costs $89.99. I live in an apartment complex where there is someone above me and there's someone below me. I do have a balcony, but I'm not sure that it'll fit. It's a personal trampoline. So please do not think that I'm crazy. Like I know that I can't have a real trampoline. But you're gonna it's be like so this... <laughs> fucking flexible after using that for a while. So I cannot wait. Like I will literally jump like as high as I possibly can. <laughs> like but I hope I don't like because I'm thinking about either obviously I'm gonna try to put it in the living room. But if it makes too much noise and like I fuck with my downstairs neighbor, I'm gonna move it out to my balcony and I'm gonna pray since it's portable and it's foldable. Let's just not jump too high. <laughs> well, yeah, like if I jump too high on my balcony, like not only will I hit my head, but I'll like fall over the railing. And that's gonna be the end of the podcast. And that's not <laughs> And that's not funny, but it's funny as hell because we're not gonna allow that to happen. So <laughs> So I'll let you guys know and, you know, keep you guys updated. And hopefully by that time I can do a split as fucking high and wide as Bethany's legs in that scene. Um, what do you want to talk about first? Like which franchise do you want to move into first? Um, you want to talk about Dorinda? Yes. Let's get started. We didn't get to discuss with, that um, at all. Housewives of New York teens. I can't. Um, you know, what do you think about this whole Dorinda being fired thing? Okay, number one, I still, I know that people were saying that she completely got fired, but I'm very iffy on the subject. She's been there six years. She had a hard past two seasons. Her close, close friend recently passed away. So even if they were thinking about kind of like letting her go, it's like I would understand that if she wouldn't mind going herself because she clearly has been spinning out of control and I think that she needs help so what I was reading was like page six um they were saying that she became a mean drunk and that's why she was let go and even at the reunion (laughs) at the reunion honey they say that she delivers some powerful lines and I think that we can see that from the preview because in the preview she she gets in Ramona's ass, honey, and I can't wait for that. But what I don't think is that she was let go because she's too problematic. Because we have uh, Ramona, who's like the most problematic on the entire cast, and she hasn't been fired. 
So I think that it was definitely more of a mutual decision. And um, another article that I read today that everyone is sharing is that the last straw for Andy Cohen was when Dorinda said that she had a turkey baster for Tinsley to try and get pregnant. And that Andy was just like, oh, no, I'm not having it. I think that's bullshit. I don't think that that contributed. I mean, like maybe the conversation and how mean she was intensely contributed to the decision, but that moment was not the defining moment of yeah. her being fired. Because let's be real, across all the freaking franchises, we've had things said way meaner, way worse, way more fucked up than that. So I don't believe that for one second. And then on top of that, page source, there's, I mean, ooh, page six, there's only one time that they talk to someone who works directly at the network. And the time that they talked to someone directly at the network said that they are open to having Dorinda come back later on. And I am open to having Dorinda come back later on. I would like to see it. I just yeah. think, you know, like everybody, I feel like with with this, um, you know, in, the, in this industry i feel like sometimes it is challenging to get along with your co-workers you know and and maybe this is one of her issues maybe drinking is one of her problems so i think once she addresses that and maybe get some help or talks to somebody it, it could possibly yeah. improve yeah i think they'll definitely be more you know easier on like allowing her to come back even as if it's just in a friend capacity but i really love dorinda like i know that she's done some fucked up things these last few seasons but i just feel like it's deeper than it's deeper than filming it's deeper than feuds it's deeper than anything and you know she's not the most problematic one on the cast and i'll just leave it at that and i hope that we get to see her soon but how did you enjoy the last um episode of the show I really enjoyed it, you know, <laughs> um, especially Luann and her birthday song. I think we I all enjoyed that. I would Happy love Happy birthday to you. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday to you. you. The Countess, honey. I feel like I would definitely love for her to sing that to me on my birthday. And I wouldn't, you know how when people like your friends or something, they sing you happy birthday on your birthday and you just like stand around awkwardly not knowing what to do with your hands. I feel like when Luann does it, I would be very much into it and I would love it. And I would know exactly what to do with my hands because they'd be clapping for Luann. I like, still don't even know what to do with my hands because it makes me so nervous. <laughs> <laughs> all I do is I just say thank you because I like to make things about me, so I don't mind it at all. But it I is love how on your birthday you stare while we sing happy birthday. And then <laughs> yeah, because I want to make sure every fucking person that's at my birthday brunch is oh God, singing thanks, happy birthday to me and i want you guys to make it all about me and my birthday is coming up today is september 1st it's the official start of the holiday season everyone knows that i'm a holiday fanatic because i was born in december so you know hopefully things are a little bit better we're less restricted the coronavirus 
thing is like less stressful and we can go out and we can have a good time with masks and you guys can all sing me happy birthday again. So anyways, my favorite part of the show was definitely Miss Sonia Morgan when she went to the freaking married to the mob party and like, okay, first of all, this is the most black people that I've ever seen on a white franchise at Leah's party. Number one, it was like the most black people I've ever seen on Real Housewives of New York. Definitely at one time. And then Sonia just walks up and she's like, Oh, look at these hot guys. Hey, I'm Leah's friend. Like Sonia is just such a good time. And like, she sits down with the guy and she's like, Oh, what do you think? I'm like a grandma or something. And he goes, yeah. And then she just doesn't even mind. And she's having the best time. And like when Leah gives the speech about married to the mob, um, <laughs> Sonia yells out, I'm going to marry her. Right? I'm just like, Sonia Rita, <laughs> girl. She's a fun time. She needs to go to. I would love to see Sonia in more urban environments. Like I would like to see Sonia go out with the Married to Medicine crew, or the Housewives or, of Atlanta. Housewives of Atlanta crew. I would love to see her go out with them and go to literally like a black club and Can just say the same thing. Have specials to make the network like more diverse like housewives of atlanta meets housewives of new york you, oh no you mean crossovers like yes yes more yes. crossovers i would love to see crossovers and i heard that there was actually something planned before quarantine like a real housewives all-stars kind of like i don't know what it was what? gonna be about i don't know what i've it was gonna be about. said this i've said yes. this and yes, this is yes. my second year saying this probably my third year because ever since bad girls club and ever since i've seen right. real housewives of Atlanta, i knew that's something that i wanted to see i feel like mine personally stems from vh1 when i had no business watching i love new york and real <laughs> chance of love and they did like the crossover where they did I love money and it was kind of like an all-stars kind of thing and it was like people from I love New York and it was people from flavor of love and they were competing for like money and I was like this is amazing and then I transitioned into bad girls club and then they did bad girls club all-stars and I'm like amazing and now that I'm an adult I've transitioned into the Bravo universe and I would like an all-star Bravo thing the problem is is that like if they're going to do all-stars, it, it's only right to have mainly OGs. Like, I'm sorry, OGs and fan favorites. And, you know, I'm just hoping that they hang on to NeNe. <laughs> like, I guess, and let's get the housewives that have the most syndrome. beef with each other and put them mm. in the same room. Exactly. I love to see it, and I love to see them hash it out. But anyways, child, yeah, I heard that there was, like, a Real Housewives all-star event planned and it was ruined by this goddamn covid shit and i would like to see it like i would like to see them get it together and they do it around covid or something but get that on my screen immediately so next we should get into real housewives of beverly hills which gave me the best like four minutes of my entire life that last when, episode gave me chills. 
Like, it wasn't even the full episode. It was the last, that conversation between Lisa Renner and Denise Richards. And I I will be very transparent about this. I'm team Denise. I still love Lisa Renner. But, you know, I'm just talking about TV in general, the storyline in general, this entire plot in general. I am team Denise. But what I will say is Lisa chewed her little ass up and spit her the (laughs) fuck out. (laughs) From the time she came in Lisa's house. Ooh. The, I don't know. When the, it was, uh, for me, it started when they kept breaking the fourth wall. When the producer got in Garcelle's, like, face I and was like, that. can you believe, can you believe that the <laughs> Do not. <laughs> That's how it sounded and felt for me. It felt very invasive. He was like... Denise Richards didn't even show up and you've been on her side this whole time. And I'm like, okay. Like, I love when production steps in, but that was very much drama. And it then, just caught me off guard because I'm like, why is this guy <laughs> so concerned about <laughs> Denise not showing up to this event? And, and my thing is, granted, she's she's entitled to to make that decision because realistically you know i think one or two of the girls um didn't know that brandy was gonna be there but i definitely believe that kyle knew i'm i'm like 99.9 percent sure that she was aware yeah i heard that in a new podcast that um brandy actually told denise richards that she was going to be there and even if brandy didn't tell denise richards that she was going to be there why the fuck would <laughs> Denise want to hang out with these bitches? <laughs> like after all. they talk, like, after they talk so much crap about her, and they're like exchanging her private text messages between Brandy, like it's a a new appetizer at Chili's or something. <laughs> no, at Buca de Beppo. After they're literally <laughs> screaming that she licked her clit at. Buku de Beppo in Dorit's Capri room. Do you think that I'm gonna want to go to your little fucking holiday party and and watch a magician while Brandy, you know, is sitting there and like I, I think that Denise would have fucking decked Brandy in the face. Like, were if you she entertained by that magician? Not at all. I think that <laughs> she's gotten her money back. I didn't find it amusing. I didn't find it. I felt like she could have hired me and I could have did a few card tricks and I would have been like a fourth of the price, but we'll talk about that another day. Um, <laughs> I don't think Denise wanted to freaking go there. And I, we, re- we recently did um, a review with, not a review, but an interview with The Dip. The Shout dip. out to The Dip. Shout out to K Freddy, you know, follow the dip on Instagram. It's a new exclusive like newsletter for people who are fans like us, like super fans. And you know, this isn't sponsored, but at the dip, if you want to sponsor us, we're looking for our very first sponsor. But anyways, yeah, we did an interview with the the dip and check that out, guys. You can find it on the website. But what we were basically asked was, what do we want? Do we think Denise is coming back? And what do we want to see from Denise if she does come back? And what I said is I think that Denise is absolutely coming back, but I want her to play dirty when she comes back. I want her to have a revenge season, honey, because it's very clear that something happened between her and Brandy. It's very clear that, that, yeah, like we don't know the whole story. I feel like we'll never know the whole story. 
I think that she's coming back. She's going to have Garcelle on her side if Garcelle chooses to come back. And I'm going to say this. I don't give a fuck how controversial it is because guess what? I have no consequences right now because there's not really a lot of listeners. So this is between me and our OG ultra fans. I think that Denise should contact Harry Hamlin's ex, who's also her husband's ex. What's her name? I'm going to look up her name right now. Oh my gosh. (laughs) No, I'm starting some shit right now. Because I think that this will make for a good season. Because this is what I didn't like about the season was that they, like, took one thing and, like, um... Made it a whole season. So, exactly. Denise and Brandy! Like, that's the whole thing. And then before that, it was like, oh, Denise doesn't freaking want us around her um, her kids. And she never said that. She was yeah, just like, you well, know. no. She, uh, she, <laughs> here's I mean, thing. she said, oh, they won't be near us. But it wasn't like, oh, you guys are bad parents. And if she did say that, I don't blame her. Because every parent is entitled to determine what they want their children around. You know, everything yes. is different. And that's and they kept talking about Charlie Sheen and like Charlie Sheen don't have shit to do with it. I'm like that has nothing to do with her parenting. Exactly, and it's like they want to come after Garcelle for questioning, just asking a simple question, like you know about Amelia. Like, yeah, maybe that question was inappropriate about Lisa Renna dancing on Instagram. I'll agree. I don't think that she should have asked that. But what they shouldn't do is continuously bring up Charlie Sheen and the prostitutes and everything that they've done and Charlie Sheen this and Charlie Sheen that. Like, do you guys not think that that's fucked up? Do you guys not know that, you know, her children might watch this or see this or listen to, like, what you're saying? So it's like a, a double standard. And then on top of that, with this whole Brandy situation, you can obviously tell that it's affecting their marriage just based on how she spoke with Aaron before, you know, um, going to Lisa's house. She's like, "Um, Aaron, is it okay if I stop by Lisa's real quick? And he's like, what? Like, like, (laughs) why would you do that? Like, you know exactly what the the fuck fuck? (laughs) (laughs) is going on. Because that's exactly what I would ask. Exactly. Nicolette Sheridan. I'm going back to stirring the pot. Nicolette Sheridan, guys, is her name. I sat here and Googled it while Aaron tried to get me off of the subject. And I I think that they should bring Nicolette Sheridan, (laughs) who was married to Harry Hamlin, but also married to Aaron Fipers. But it seems like her and Aaron had like this very short-lived marriage. And it was a clean marriage, and it wasn't like a a bunch of drama. So I feel like... um, the marriage to Harry Hamlin, though, was very messy because they talked about it last season. Uh, and actually, Lisa Rinna and fucking uh, Nicolette Sheridan got into some things on Twitter and they got into a little like Twitter feud with Harry Hamlin and the state of their marriage. So if Denise wants to play dirty, girl, listen to this. Go get Nicolette Sheridan. Become friends with her. Bring her on the show. And then this is the other thing that I want to point out. Kyle Richards is so, so, so dead set on saying that Brandy Glanville is not a liar. So if she's not a liar, let's go get those girls that Brandy Glanville claimed I just Kyle want Richards her husband and her sister Mauricio to go slept with. outer space. 
Kim didn't even do anything this season. She just was there. With she her was around, and and that's how she was around, and that's how I knew she was a part of the bullshit. Because why is she around? Absolutely, because she she Brandy was the one who around. introduced. Because she's the one who hangs out with Brandy. She's Thank the one you. who introduced Brandy back into the group, back to her Thank sister. You. Because she's been. <laughs> She's been leaning on Brandy. And it Thank kinda, you. You know what? You're right. As I'm talking, it kind of does start with Kim Richards. Maybe we want to give Kim Richards a diamond. Let's go. Come on. No, maybe we Let's don't. Because she's Let's starting the shit. I want Denise to come back with those text messages that she has. on. Reddit. I want her to and come listen back. listen here. I want to say this, too, because I know this might be, like, a little bit much. I love Renna. <laughs> And I want to make that clear. I love you, but girl, yeah, you I like for Denise, and you had your moment this season. So if Denise yep. comes back next season with those text messages and yep. she wants to address a few things, I would like to hear it because I like to see it, and we'll see what, what happens at the reunion. Remember, we have a three-part reunion coming up, oh, so we might see those text messages, we're not, baby. We're not even we're done yet. Reunion, exactly, exactly. But I'm just putting a seed in her head. Bring. Mauricio's alleged girlfriends that Brandy didn't lie okay, about apparently since get... she's not a liar. And then you bring Nicolette Sheridan and then you start some shit. You and Garcelle come and that's it. Period. So we're going to move on. Real Housewives of Potomac. Let's talk about it. Okay. Housewives, <laughs> you just threw me off with this whole <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but respectfully, respectfully, wait, wait, respectfully, Lisa, you did hand Denise her ass. I'm just saying that if I got my ass handed to me like that, if I if I I was told, "Oof, you're so angry," like I would lose my fucking mind. I would. And then just how she was talking to Denise, she's like, you know, I'm so calm with it. She was so gangster with it. (laughs) I've been missing you as well, as well, Denise. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like I can't with her. I can't. It's yeah. like either Rena's super shady or she pulls out the Rena cry, and I don't know which one I love more. <laughs> no, they both like both Rena and Denise and Garcelle and Dorit. They were the star players of the fucking season, and they were the star players of the bullshit. Like whereas Denise uh, Dorit is neutral. I like how she stayed neutral. I like how Garcelle didn't like even quake and like even switch sides and didn't say um change up. She spoke her mind. She was a great first year housewife, period. And um Denise Richards and Lisa Renna, and they were the stars of the show. And that's that on that. This season was very much Dorit's fashion choices in her right. standing by her window. Like and that, that is the theme definitely of this season. That's how, like, I want to bring it to 2021, like, Dorit brought it to this season. Like, my fashion choices, although they might be Fashion Nova, I will be taking a picture by my mirror next year when we are allowed outside. But, okay. (laughs) Real Housewives of Potomac, what do we think? Um, you know, it's a whole bunch of drama, uh, it seems like Monique and her husband are going through a rough patch right now. Um, I did notice that. But as I, this is something that they're going to get over and they're going to move past. I just know it yeah. because I love them. I think they're a wonderful couple. They're you know, the first every relationship family has of, its hiccups. 
Yes. Yes. Um, and then of course, you know, this Candace drama. I'm I was very happy to see Candace sit down with Giselle, though. I will say that. I would see at least she was able to kind of work on her friendship with Giselle and she can have someone in her corner. As for Ashley and Monique, I just don't know what's gonna happen with that. And then between Wendy and Ashley now. It's just like I didn't like um, Wendy this episode. What I will say, like I didn't like how she came at Ashley, like at all. It was just unnecessary. It was completely unnecessary. Her delivery was unnecessary. She was wrong Mm -hmm. for it, and then she had the nerve to be, you know, kind of irritated and mad about being wrong. When at the end of the day, I feel like if she had asked to bring her baby, Monique would have absolutely let her bring her baby. But the way that she came at Ashley was wrong and it was like annoying and it rubbed me the wrong way. And then it's just like this whole bone to pick that she has with Karen. Um, Karen. Personally, if someone says that they don't know me multiple times and I'm just going to ignore it, I'm going to be like, okay, that's fine. We don't know each other. (laughs) (laughs) And that's that. Because my thing is, Wendy, I I did like her the first you know the first few episodes because i yeah, felt like she exactly. stayed in her life especially lane. at the brunch right like when yes. she's like what is the alcohol i love yes that. and that's exactly she what she needs to do because you know she's right. starting she's starting off she's rubbing elbows with everybody you know i love that expression <laughs> she's rubbing <laughs> elbows with everybody and then on top of that you know I think Karen, that's just how Karen is. Karen's like the mother in this sense. She's not going to really acknowledge you until you have put in your time, you know? Right. And that's just how it is. And I think Wendy just needs to understand that that's how Karen is. I don't think it's really anything personal against Wendy. That's just Karen. She's like Mariah Carey. Well, maybe, (laughs) yeah, I love that. I think that maybe, to be fair, she definitely did take Ashley under her wing when she first came to the group and she tried to. But But, I think that that kind of like backfired. So she's definitely hesitant to like be all up on everyone. In Ashley's defense, I think that's because they were just starting. That was their, that was still her first season. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it was kind of like they they had that bond and they had that in common. This was all their first season and they were starting out. Even though Karen knew the ladies, you know, as far as. I, I believe she she knew Giselle for long before the show even started. Yeah, but, but it's know, just I, the start of Real Housewives yeah. of Potomac in general. So they were like all on that journey together. Exactly. So I think that's a big part of why she took Ashley under her wing. Because if Ashley came in season three <laughs> and season four, Karen would know Ashley either. You know, because yeah, that's, that's, exactly. I feel like that's how she is. I'm just the kind of person personally where if someone says that they don't know me multiple times, it's just like the first time I'll kind of be like, look, you do know me. But the second time it's like, (laughs) bet I've never met you in my life. Like Because the thing is we're on the same show. (laughs) And you will know me, honey. Like And we'll see each other at the reunion. Kiss kiss. Mm -hmm. I just um Oh, also the Karen and Ray marriage thing. I feel like now that that yeah. makes me sad to see because, you know, they've written out all these years and Karen is in a different phase of her life where she wants to go out and do these things. Like she has the show 
She has her Grand Dame perfume. She just has so many adventures. Whereas Ray, he just wants to like relax in retirement. And like she said, the age difference catches up when you get older. So that definitely sucks to see. And I just really hope that they get it back together. I believe they can because, you know, I, I like to say mere just that put in that much time, especially, uh, you know, back in back in that back in the day i don't want to say i don't want to say that because then people <laughs> take that the wrong way but back mm-hmm. in the day that was a popular thing you know it was the marriages lasted longer because you had a lot to lose you signed off on properties together you know you have yeah. all this stuff you know so hopefully they can get it right i think they can mm-hmm. i feel like this episode was okay but I'm looking forward to the next episode. That's what I really want to see, obviously. Other than the fact that I want to see the fight. But, you know, the fight is later on. I was about to say, is that happening the next episode? (laughs) I don't think so. (laughs) I don't think so. They're at Monique's house. So I would pray to God that they don't start fighting at Monique's house, you know? Okay, so... We have come to nearly the end of this podcast. We only have one more topic to cover, and then we have our pot stir. We have to talk about something that we're extremely excited about, something that everyone in the Bravoverse is talking about, well, the Bravo fanverse is talking about Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, baby. It's a big deal, guys. Like, they're on the way. The girls are coming, honey. The, the, I can't believe I'm saying this, but the Utah girls. <laughs> the Utah girls are coming. <laughs> Don't say Utah like heavenly. Like. <laughs> what is the? I know that Utah is a Midwestern place, so like their accents are kind of Canadian. I feel so. I imagine that they kind of speak like Trina Braxton from Braxton Family Values. She has a Canadian accent. <laughs> she has a Canadian accent for some reason. <laughs> So We're just gonna get I'm, off of that one. Like, that's so, I'm putting it out there. Like I'm so genuine. Like it wasn't shady. It was just very confusing. So that's how they're gonna <laughs> sound, I guess. The only Utah experience I have is 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 um Lauren from Utah. You know, oh, I thought you were gonna say Trina Bratston. Like <laughs> no, she's not from Utah. They're literally from, that's what's so confusing. They're from I feel like they're from Maryland, right? And it's just like, where does it come know. from? Like, but that's not Bravo related. That's just completely something else. But if you know what I'm talking about, hit us in the DMs. If you know Trina Braxton's accent, and I love Trina Braxton, and her I do song, too. Okay, but um, Lauren from Utah is Lala. Lala's from Utah, and you know who else is from Utah? That's also on Vanderpump Rules. Katie, Katie Maloney, Baloney. She has her freaking, um, she has a new podcast, and I'm cool with Katie. Like, um, she's the only one that really wasn't in that shit with um, Stassi and Kristen. So me and Katie are, um, that's fine with me. So Katie and Lala are both from Utah. That's why, like, when Lala first joined, I thought that Katie and Lala were going to click because they're both from the freaking Midwest, super small town. Lala, I can't. But, Lala can't let me know if I can fuck with you, boy. <laughs> boy, boy, boy. I'm sorry, that's my shit. 
I know it is. Puts out nothing but bangers. I don't care. And I'm willing to find out. You know who I want to see do a versus? Sheena Shea and Lala Kent. I'm putting that out there. That would last 10 minutes. <laughs> okay, minutes. and it'll be the best 10. <laughs> okay, now listen. Now you're going too far. Let's not act like Lala and Sheena both don't have bops. We have good as gold. We have um good as go and then we have a boy by lala and then we have feeling you by lala and we have that other one with sheena no what's the one can you freak bitch no freak bitch okay i don't know if that's the song maybe six minutes but that's all i'm gonna give it Okay, you know what? I'm declaring this right now. We're doing our own Bravo versus Battles potential brackets. <laughs> like, and maybe they'll come together and they'll do it. <laughs> because look, we have so, so many fun. people. Wow. Yeah, we have so many people that do music on Bravo. We could, I don't. I have I some good like this, ones that I'm already yeah. thinking about, but I don't want to give them away because I feel like this is going to be really right? good. So. Right? It's the best idea that we've come I'm up with. I'm just going to leave okay, that. Okay, what that. were we even talking about? Real Housewives, <laughs> Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Did y'all see that promo? It was like all the ladies on a Zoom call, like one from each franchise. It was like Kenya, Karen, and um, Melissa Gorga. It was, um, Shan- was that Shannon? The door? I think that it was on there. Anyways, they were on a Zoom call and they're like telling her that they couldn't hear her. And actually, I think Dorinda was on it, which is ironic because now Dorinda's not on the show at all. But anyways, they're like, oh, someone's calling from Salt Lake City. And then Kenya goes, does she know this is invite only? And I'm like, that's such a Kenya thing to say. Oh, my God. And I just got so excited because it's finally coming. We've heard a lot about it. Um, and then also what had happened if it wasn't obvious from that freaking promo but um let me see i think that i'm following like this real housewives of salt lake city like profile kind of thing and they posted i'm gonna let you guys know the page they posted a tweet it's housewives of slc and they posted a instagram post actually and it's like meet the cast of the real housewives of salt lake city meredith marks Whitney Rose, Lisa Barlow, and Jennifer Shaw, which we want to shout out because she recently started following us. Like, hey, Shaw. Hey, Queen. I love her. Yes. I, I've literally scrolled her Instagram and I'm like, I'm so ready for her. I haven't and then, even um, been fully introduced to her and I know. Right. She's going to come like and she's going to snap my wig and like she's going to snap their extensions. Um, and Heather Gay will be full-time housewives. And then it's rumored that the friend is going to be Mary Cosby. And it's coming soon. And not only is it coming soon, but we can expect the trailer soon because someone tweeted Andy Cohen and they said, good morning. Are we going to get in a Real Housewives of Salt Lake City trailer soon? And he replied, yes. Like I'm ready. I'm so I'm ready to ready. see. It. Like it's not it. like it does. It's not an excitement when you know you just get a new season trailer. It's an excitement of like we're getting a new franchise trailer. Like, do you guys understand how exciting that is? I, I could good. see them doing it probably after um, 
the a Beverly reunion, Hills the reunion. reunion. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, and that's hope. tomorrow, bitch. That's tomorrow. Like, <laughs> I if we hope. had to make a bet, we would say either tomorrow. And then I would say if it doesn't go down tomorrow, definitely after Potomac. Right? Absolutely. When, when you premiere a freaking um, a freaking new ass show after like Potomac, a little trailer, or during Potomac, you know, I, it depends though because I, if it's if it's one of those episodes that are you know good, like how Potomac has sometimes filler episodes, I feel mm-hmm. I don't think they're gonna do it. But if this is if this is the fight episode, I'm I would be sure that they would put that like right after. Well, or like you know, it's gonna be during because it's just the commercial, so it's not like a preview or anything. I don't know, but it's coming soon, and we're freaking ready for it. Because you know what? I didn't even consider Thursday is the New York reunion, so not reunion, reunion um season finale. Thursday is the New York season finale, so you know during a season finale, they're expecting to get high ratings because people want to see how the season closes out. And especially, you know, what happens with the um, Dorinda. So it would be smart to premiere the commercial, the commercial doing that. So I don't know. I feel like it's coming this week, though. I might be wrong. Either way, I can't wait to see it. Exactly. So we are going to leave you with our potster, which has something to do with our current post on Instagram. Do you want to read it? Like the the question on Instagram. We did um we actually did fire signs yesterday. It's zodiac related. And we're just gonna we did talk fire about signs. Um yeah. the question was what Bravo Lebs own I'm sorry, let me redo that guys. What Bravo Leb own company your zodiac sign should work for? Right. And we did fire signs and you are I'm a Leo, so obviously right. I was at Old Lady Gang, you know, because they have... <laughs> obviously, though. <laughs> obviously, because I think we all know that Leos love attention. We like to be, you know, the the face of our brand, if anything. And I think... Yeah, because they have that big-ass sign of the OLG, <laughs> like the OLG. They like, have their faces stunting on bitches. On the like, front of the it. restaurant. In one Queens. of the locations, like I love Queen it. Behavior. And then once you go on the inside, it's several pictures of them, and they Queen they behavior. actually have all of them. They have the housewives. I even seen a picture oh. of Shamia. That's interesting. So even as like a like an unofficial friend of, you can get your name yeah. or your face hung up on the wall. So I guess I need to rub elbows with candy. And you really do. Like I would like to see it. That's the source because Candy, you know, she's Absolutely. she's the one you want to be friends with. She's the owner, baby. Well, and then so, which one? Which one was yours? Okay, so today we're doing Earth signs. By the time this podcast goes up, we'll have the Earth signs one up, and then you know we got to do air and water signs. But today is Earth signs. Um, I'm actually premiering what mine will be now even Aaron hasn't heard who I'm working for and I, I think it's going to be a bit of a surprise and it's very Capricorn fashion because guys I'm a Capricorn I'm a very strong Capricorn like I'm, it's mainly accurate except you know Capricorns are usually 
like serious and I'm not serious at all. But anyways, I have decided that I am not going to be working for any of the housewives. I'm not going to be working for anyone um, on the network. You know who I'm working for? Andy Cohen himself. Mic drop. You know what? I hate you because <laughs> is that not we the were most making mine. Thing? Is that I not should the most have chose that. It is. It is. It is. And I wanted to make it a Leo thing because if oh. I thought oh. about that, I would have definitely said, "Don't say oh." <laughs> Do not <laughs> say for oh. You. That's so sad for you. Well, we got old lady gang, and you'll be in our establishment eating chicken anyway. Yeah. So see you uh, there. Duh. You think I'm not going to be at? I want my picture on the wall too. Like it's going to be small. Looks doors, so obviously. good. Okay, so I can make a whole podcast about there, that. Can I talk about my <laughs> sign? Because you had the floor for thirty yes, minutes. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm going to work for Andy Cohen and I'm going to be at Watch What Happens Live. I'm going to be writing the questions. I'm going to be, you know, passing the drinks. I'm going to be kicking with Andy. I'm going to be going out and partying after with Andy. I'm going to meet baby Ben, maybe be his godmom. It's just a very Capricorn thing to do. And I'm just going to be like the fucking second head bitch in charge at Bravo. I'm going to be hiring and firing housewives. I'm going to be casting new people. I'm going to be, you know, just like, I'm I'm gonna be all around Bravo, <laughs> and I love this for me because it's just very much in my nature to have my hands in everything. And I just couldn't like I thought about it, and I'm like, maybe I want to work at Sir. And I'm like, mm, Vanderpump Rules isn't really that good anymore. And then I'm like, maybe I want to work at Tom Tom. And I'm like, mm, then I have to deal with some people that I don't like at that restaurant. I just couldn't find a better place to place a Capricorn than at the head of Bravo. And that's, you know, that's what's going to be Capricorn. The other earth signs are Virgo and Taurus. So they will be up soon. We're not going to tell you in the podcast. We want you guys to look on our page. Yeah. um, And I'm still pissed about your choice because I feel like... (laughs) You could have taken it. Was very it. I gave sneaky you of so you. Many... How was it sneaky? <laughs> <laughs> you went behind my back. <laughs> but guys, what thank you so much. Why are you so mad, sweetie? You could have picked it. Like you had the freedom to pick for Leo, and you were insistent. Even when I asked guys. you if you wanted to do <laughs> Luann's Cabaret, I was like, "Do you want to switch it to Luann's Cabaret? Because that's a very Leo place to work at, also." And you, you were did. like, "No, I want to be an OG." You could have even picked to work with Quad, I did. And you know what? Quad, and you I was hungry it. yesterday. Okay. And- <laughs> That's all I can think about. So, you know, I'm very happy with my choice in conclusion. Oh, I'm happy with I'm happy with Kaya's choice. Uh, You know, she's the boss. She runs shit shit with Andy Cohen. So there's not much I can say about that. But as always. Because if you said anything else, you would be fired. So (laughs) thank you for being happy for me. Always. And I love you. And I love you guys for listening. And check out our Instagram profile. And I hope you guys enjoyed this. Or let oh, also, if you're not satisfied with what we chose for your sign, let us know where you think that your zodiac sign should work at. Okay? So love you. We'll be back soon. And thank you for listening.
E-T-Y-O.